Hey guys, it's Olivia Slap and Swat is here. As you know, on Patreon, we do special commentary episodes where we just talk about one of our favorite films and we watch it alongside you guys. And for this week, I wanted to give you guys a sneak peek at what you guys can experience when you subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com shamewatch. Again, this is at the $2 level. So this is the lowest tier. This is the guilty level. And not only do you get access to these episodes, but you also get to listen in on Shame Watch TV. And I would definitely tune in when you can because season two is going to be on Supermarket Sweep. And season three is going to be on The Bachelorette, which there's a lot of drama going on, guys. So, you know, I would not miss that. Uh, if I have not introduced myself already, this is Olivia Slap and Swatas. I am the social media manager for Shame Watch Pod. I'm also one of the co-hosts. The guys, they really do need me, let's be honest. Um, but more importantly, like I said, I am the host of Shame Watch TV. So I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek of the commentary that we provide on Patreon. Again, this is at the $2 level. This is the lowest tier. You only have to contribute, guys, two bucks a month to get these episodes. And it's just really cool because we get to not only provide you guys background of the film, but our personal thoughts in real time. And let's just say with this film that I picked out for you guys, it's a personal favorite of mine, and I may or may not have <laughs> commentated while drinking a few glasses of wine. So check it out. that we're going to be watching is Begin Again. It's the 2013 musical drama film. It was directed by John Carney, who is this Irish filmmaker. He is actually the guy behind Once. And if you've never seen Once, you need to stop what you're doing and either watch that before you tune into this commentary, or I suggest watching that movie after watching this one. That one is just an amazing film. Another musical hit. Uh, actually, it, there's a Broadway musical on it. I mean, obviously not right now with the pandemic, but uh, I'm really curious to see that uh, adaptation taken to the stage. He is also the director for Sing Street. I have not seen Sing Street yet, but a friend of mine earlier this week recommended that movie to me, and I've got to go check it out. So anyway, uh, John Carney, he directed this film. This film was produced by Anthony Bregman, Tobin Armbrust, Armbrust I'm sorry, and, you know, we, we know this guy, Judd Apatow. You know, he sounds familiar, right? Uh, the movie stars Keira Knightley, as I said, Mark Ruffalo, Haley Steinfeld, Adam Levine, James Corden, Yasin Bey, CeeLo Green, and Catherine Keener, just to name a few. And the music was done by Greg Alexander. If you don't know who Greg Alexander is, he is an American singer-songwriter and producer. He's basically the frontman for the New Radicals, which 
if you have not heard of them, if you've been living under a rock for the past, I don't know, I want to say like 30, 35 years, uh, he is basically the guy who co-wrote the hit, You Get What You Give, like, don't let go, so yeah, anyway, that guy, he wrote the music for this movie, which is awesome. You're probably wondering why I decided to pick this film. Some of you have already seen it. Some of y'all are probably like, uh, Olivia, this movie was good. Well, that's great. I wanted to pick something that spoke to me. I mean, Kenny chose Star Trek VI, so why, you know, why not, right? Why not pick a movie that I love? I, I have a really good reason for that. This movie, I actually only really watch this movie every now and then, but I watch it whenever I feel like... I need just a fresh start. I always watch this film whenever I'm in need of inspiration. If things are on my heart that hurt, uh, or there's just things out of my control that I just don't understand and I'm frustrated at, uh, this song, this movie, I'm sorry, this movie just means so much to me. And um, if you've been a longtime listener of the pod, or whether you know, this is the, your first podcast ever, or just your first podcast episode with us, uh, whether you're on Patreon or not, um, y'all may or may not know that I am a local singer-songwriter here in Austin, and so this movie means a lot to me. This movie, I'm going to go ahead and read you basically the logline. Greta, Kira Knightley, and her longtime boyfriend Dave, Adam Levine, are college sweethearts and songwriting partners who go to New York City when Dave lands a deal with a major record label. But the excitement of Dave's newfound fame affects the couple in unexpected ways, leaving Greta unsure of her future. Until Dan, Mark Ruffalo, a record label executive with a few problems of his own, stumbles across her performance in an East Village stage. Dan is immediately captivated by Greta's raw talent and unique sound, leading to a life-changing collaboration set to the soundtrack of A Summer in New York City. So... Yeah, that's that. I, I know you're probably thinking, wow, Olivia, I've never seen this film before. Why did you give that away? Well, it's basically the summary they put in the back of the DVD, so there's not too many spoilers, but this film's just really great, guys. And as I mentioned, I'm a singer songwriter, so as you can imagine, like, I love movies about <laughs> musicians. I love uh, listening to soundtracks of not only just musicals, but music based films. When I saw this for the first time, it was 2016, and I had been, I had just moved back to Austin. I was working at a TV station, and my hours were kind of wonky. Uh, I had just kind of been taking a break from uh, a guy that I really liked uh, who didn't live in Austin, and, and that was kind of hard, just I, I felt like I needed to move forward. Uh, and I remember I was in my apartment one night, it was a Friday, and I wanted to watch something different, so I just didn't feel like watching any of the movies that I had already had, and I saw this movie, Begin Again, on Netflix, and so it really intrigued me, and I decided to watch it, and I fell in love with it, so I fell in love with it so much that I, like I said, I watch it whenever I feel like I'm just in need to get out of a rut, uh, if I need encouragement. I convinced my roommate, my now roommate, Sylvia, to watch this movie, and um, I listen to the soundtrack just whenever I can, and actually, <laughs> you're like, why is this shameful to you, Olivia? Well, this is the second time I've watched it in a week, <laughs> um, but you have to understand, like, I just 
am in that period where I need inspiration. And I'll go more into detail about that and the Rotten Tomatoes score, you know, after we finish the film. But I just wanted you to get some context. It's as if I'm taking over Kenny's job right now. But anyway, uh, this, yeah, this, this movie's awesome. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I will, um, you know, just kind of give some commentary as I go along. This movie is just great to watch. Um, you know, how, how you want to listen to this commentary is up to you, but I would suggest maybe like no earphones and then have this movie at the same time. So I'll tell you when I'm about to start and then we can kind of take it from there. So this is my first commentary I've ever recorded. So give me some grace, guys. Give me some grace. Uh, and also I'm going to try my best not to sing along because I know you're like, I didn't tune in to hear you sing or anything. I came here for some commentary. But uh, don't be surprised if I kind of hum some harmonies or what whatnot. It just it's the musician in me. I can't help it. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and press play. This is all in real time, guys. I have my glass of wine. I have some popcorn. So if you hear me sipping on anything, or you hear me chewing on anything, that's definitely just my movie snacks because I. I have to be snacking on something when I watch a movie. All right, we're gonna go ahead and click play for those of you who are just tuning in. All right, there's that typical FBI anti-piracy warning. Um, okay, this part is one of the shameful parts. This was distributed by the Weinstein Company and uh, that's awful because uh, we don't like Harvey Weinstein. We don't fuck with him. He's a terrible guy, so. That's one of the elements that kind of makes this <laughs> kind of makes this movie shameful. Let's see, exclusive media. So yeah, if y'all are just tuning in, we're barely just getting started. Um, we are at the 28 second mark. Let's see, Sycamore. That's an interesting. Sycamore Pictures. All right. Black label media. You're probably like, Olivia, shut the fuck up. Why are you saying, why are you repeating <laughs> all of the uh, producers of this film? All right, guys, it's about to get so good. Get ready. Speaking of which, bad panda likely story. All right. Ugh, the Weinstein panda. Company. Thanks very much. Um, all right, here we go. I know that there's a lot of people uh, on the list to play tonight, but I was wondering if I could just add one more. She's a, All right, so a, a that's James Corden, who's talking. He's in this movie. Okay, so Greta, Keira okay? Knightley yeah. is like sitting on the couch. Yeah, She's like, "What the fuck, this. man?" Okay, as a songwriter, I can totally get it. Like being pressured to go on stage when you you're just not feeling it. Although sometimes I do like to show off uh, whenever I do feel confident about a song. Okay, this song slaps. This song freaking slaps. Same, same girl. Subway, with your world in the back by your side. 
Okay, no joke. When I first saw this movie, I was like, is that really Kira Knightley's voice? But apparently it is. So I, I give her kudos, man. Some of the crowd's paying attention, but they're just kind of carrying along. Okay, sorry, I broke my promise. <laughs> oh, if that doesn't like strike chord within you, you have no soul. Alright, it's jumping straight to the bridge. If you've never seen this movie, you'll get why later. So obviously she's a scorned ex-girlfriend. Seems like, just... Okay, it seemed like no build-up, it's just gonna go towards the end of the song. Okay, we see Mark Ruffalo, but we're like, what is he doing there? <laughs> I've definitely had performances where, like, I've performed a song and I'm like, okay, that could have been a lot better. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, now cut to Mark Ruffalo in daylight earlier that day. Oop, see this big bottle of whiskey or brandy? He's got like some serious curls going on here. Taking a drag, no judgment. Yeah. Basically just like doesn't want to get out of bed. That's a mood. Okay, so he just picked up a package, like, outside of his door, and you're gonna find out why in just a second. Ugh, don't you hate that when you just start dropping everything? Okay, we got the title card. song's pretty bad, I'm not gonna lie. Same. So he, we find out he's a music producer. What's your problem? Oh, no. Same. Throwing the CDs outside of the car. Amazing. Okay, so now the camera is like, just like 
zoomed in on like a splice head track. You'll see that later, what that's about. Oh my god, he just like, he literally threw all those CDs out. <laughs> Don't drink and drive, kids. Fellas. Okay, we see some, some girls approaching. Who is that? Looks like his daughter, played by Academy Award nominee Haley Steinfeld. I would still want to go to the Museum of Natural History. But then again, I've never been to New York, so. Oh, that's gasoline. No, I was filling up the car with gasoline, and then I spilled a little on my pant legs. That is an alcohol. Oh, so he's an alcoholic. I think I got a meeting here. You want to wait here, or you want to come with me? You think you have a meeting, do you, or not? Let's see. Dude, what a flex. So that they're at a record label called Distressed Records. So, as I'm watching, no horn this part's really We have a lot to say, just for the record. Damn. Sorry. Had a little bit of a technical glitch. There. Thanks so much, Karen. Uh, let's let's talk more. We really appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thanks, guys. So I'm reading Wikipedia, and it says that Mark Ruffalo was John Carney's first choice for the role of Dan, and he agreed to star in the film after Carney sent him the first draft of the screenplay. That's awesome. It's something. It's an idea. Okay, so we just saw that photo of Mark Ruffalo and CeeLo Green. Not gimmicks. That's us. I've been following you, Mr. Mulligan. Down the track on every long shot that you've been bringing in here for the last five years. Is my popcorn Which chewing that loud? If it is, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Which one? Dan. Dan. left. So they seem to be I'm business solid. partners. Dan. That doesn't sound good. You can't pull the shit. You can't pull the shit. You want to do 
Have y'all ever been in a situation where you've seen like an argument in public, whether it's like the workplace or just in general? It's awkward as fuck. I started an independent record label above that bar, Sal. And we changed the way that things are going to be done, man. Nurture and foster. Things change, times change. People got to change with them, man. He does make a point. There's a lot that the music industry has to adapt to, just with the changing landscape. I got my own shit going on, right? I'm taking my client list. just how, how people listen to music, of how people are, how musicians are putting themselves out, trying to get discovered. They have to be flexible with that, and um, it's yeah, it's it's a lot. So I can see where the business partner is coming from. Dude. <laughs> I'd be like, this is mine. Honestly, that's a nice piece of art, so I would come back for that, for that too. Oh, well, that's exactly what I say when I'm with friends. No, I'm just kidding. Did you? Partly. Don't you know anything about your father? Yeah. I do. I know what mom says. What does mom say? She says you're a pathetic loser. Oh, damn. <laughs> she says that affectionately. What about you? What do you think? I don't really know you. You know, two years is a long time in the life of a teenager. When did you learn to talk like that? My psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. You have a psychiatrist now. You. Hey, it's That'd normal. Be a good idea. I was acting strange. There's nothing strange about you. Right? You're 15 years old. You don't need a fucking psychiatrist. Believe me, I know. I know you better than anybody. Yeah, you sure do, Dad. How old did you say I was? Damn. Hey, it's totally normal for teens to go to therapy. I go to therapy and I'm 27. Yeah, it seems like she has a lot of daddy issues. I mean, totally fair. Her parents are separated. I'm a kid. I don't have any money on me. What happened to your pocket money? Well, I spent that on condoms. Oof, I still won't have that conversation with my dad. <laughs> this is not something a dad wants to hear. Oh my god, they're like legit running out of the bar. If you've done that and you've been successful, please like message us at ShameWatchPod because I'd love to hear that story. Don't smile. It's fun, Dad. Yeah, you had a good time. We haven't ran like that since you were little. That was good. Oh. Is your daddy? I'm glad you're here because I was just going to the costume. Damn. Ooh, we're gonna get to see 
The mom, played by Katherine Keener. she wants to and besides any daughter who dresses like that only wants one thing a pimp no Dan. <laughs> think about it her father <laughs> meanwhile she's like strumming her stratocaster Oof, I've been there. I have some car troubles right now. It's a feeling I know all too well. Yep, I've been there. Life sucks. So they're technically still married because you can see the wedding band on his finger. I thought there was no hope. I thought there were no answers. And then I found God. God may not always be on our time, but he's on time. Whenever you're alone, sir, go. Have a talk with God. He's like slurring, but he's like, I'm gonna have a little talk with God tonight. If you didn't hear that. Also, do any of you watch movies with subtitles? Because I totally do. Even though I'm not hearing impaired. Alright, so we see him... We see Dan is going to the East Village, and we see him at the bar. So everything is basically leading up to his day, providing context. And this is honestly my favorite scene in the whole movie, so I'm going to try to shut up as much as possible. You're going to hear the same song again, but it's going to just be a million times better. Like, even better than the first time. And keep in mind, remember, Dan is a music producer. He's an A&R guy. Oh, I love this scene so much. <laughs> I love this scene. It'd be funny because I totally just took a sip of my wine when he took a sip of 
is whiskey or bourbon. Okay, here we go, guys. It's gonna get lit. Still focusing on him, but I promise you. <laughs> here we go. Yes, it's gonna get so good. Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh, the arrangement's getting so, so good. This is what I love about collaborating with other people. They just, they can see what else a song might need to make it even better. Yes. So you see him walking up closer. I love this. I love this part. <laughs> I love his face. That's me. <laughs> yes. Oh, if you don't get chills from that, oh, Mark Ruffalo just getting like, <laughs> he is like having an experience. That's what I always hope my, my fans have whenever I do shows. Right now it's just my big fans, but one day I'm going to have bigger crowds. That's me at like every John Mayer concert. <laughs> oh. So good. Can't take back, back, back. So you got to see a more extended version of that song for the very purpose of that scene. Just to, just to understand like what Mark Ruffalo is picturing in his head, and it's amazing. I'm in. What? I want to make records with you. I want to. I want to produce you. I want to sign you. We're meant to work together. Sorry, didn't didn't you see what just happened up there? Yeah. What? How you feeling, sorry for yourself? No, I like my music. I mean, who cares if they don't get it, right? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I've written stuff that people well, do I'm not get. I just write songs from time to time. Are all the songs as good as that one? Yeah, are you really an A&R man? You just look more like a homeless man. I've been out celebrating all week, and I just signed a band. We got carried away. That's some song you got there. Bullshit. <laughs> to be a big hit. Plus, you're beautiful. Sorry, what, what's beauty got to do with anything? Yes, girl, you drag him. No, I actually just think that music is about ears, not eyes. Yes, and yes to that. And Judy Garland just off a Greyhound bus looking for stardom, but really, thank you. Her saltiness, you know, she makes a fair point, because music, I mean, 
nowadays, I mean, we've always known that okay, music is about, I mean, a lot of people care about the image and reinventing yourself. And to an extent, that is important. But music really is for the ears. It really is. Because, like, if you don't enjoy listening to it, then why are you going to see that person live? I don't even know. That's just my TED Talk. Okay, here's the truth. I couldn't sign you if I wanted to, all right? All right, she's going to find out the truth about him. I've been signing anybody in seven years. My label's completely lost all faith in me. So why did you give me your card? Of course I had it. If I look homeless, it's because I practically am. I left my home about a year or so ago. I'm sleeping on a shitty mattress in some shitty apartment. And I wasn't celebrating tonight. I was drinking my ass off standing on a subway platform ready to kill myself. And then I heard your song. Damn. That's... Can I get a beer? That's a lot. I've never had somebody tell me that they were going to take their own life, and then they heard my song. Although I would... Man. I'd be speechless. I sold out my interest due to emotional difficulties. What emotional difficulties? I was too emotional. Read on. Same. I'm too emotional. Hey, active on the hip-hop scene in New York in the early 90s, the pair were responsible for discovering numerous breakthrough artists won two Grammys as producer, lives in New York with wife, music journalist Miriam Hart and their daughter. What happened to the Grammys? I pawned them. Damn. Why would you do that, man? Not worth it. But then again, I'm not an alcoholic, so... What magic? Okay, that was important. You need to be drunk for that sort of thing. You do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't necessarily have to be drunk to make arrangements. But I can tell you that I have written songs where I've had like a glass of wine and I've I feel like I'm able to be more truthful about what I really want to say. Like I'm more confident about writing lyrics that maybe aren't so prim or proper. But I'm not. But I'm not encouraging like if you're starting out your songwriting journey to to get hammered. That's just. I just really like that line where he's like, "That's when the magic happens." To an extent, you can say that. But again, that's just me. So he's basically just trying to say like musical influences. So like Nora Jones, fucking love Nora Jones. Cardigans. That's true. Okay, Ben. Authenticity. Give me your name of one artist that you think passes your authenticity test. Dylan. Dylan. That is the most cultivated artist you could have thought of. <laughs> his hair, his sunglasses. He changes his look every decade. Randy Newman. I fucking love Randy Newman. I fucking love Randy Newman, too. Listen to me. I am not saying that you can't be a real bonafide motherfucker in this business. But you gotta do whatever it takes and get people in to see your shows. Where the music can start to do its real work. That's true. See, this is where I, I kind of understand where they're coming from. You can't sign me music industry people. That's right, what's not the like? Come on, let's get out of here. Ah, shit. You're gonna have to get these beers up. <laughs> LOL. I just love how he's just like, <laughs> let's be honest, I can't pay for these. <laughs> Where are you going? To sleep. I have a plane to catch tomorrow. When? Home. Why? 
because I'm sick of this city and I want to go back to uni. Oh, come on. Come on, no one comes No, she's leaving. Why does she want to leave? Well, well, I know the answer to that, but I'm not going to spoil it for people who haven't right. seen this movie before. Come on, you can, you can share with me. I'm no stranger to misery. So just come to my label and let me play your demo to my partner. If it doesn't work out, I will personally pay to change your ticket. What's one more day in New York for crying out loud? You're just probably going to go home and What's one anyway. more day All right, look. In, in the city that never sleeps? I'm going to go home and think about it, and I'll call you either way tomorrow. Okay? Good answer. Yeah. <coughs> it was very nice to meet you. Pleasure. Pleasure's mine. You got my number, right? Yeah. So we see a relationship being formed, a partnership. It's beautiful. God, I love that song. A step you can't take back. I'll talk more about that after after the movie, just what that song means to me. All right, guys. So as you heard, that was a sneak peek of my commentary on the movie Begin Again those episodes that episode in particular you can catch on our patreon at patreon.com shamewatch again all you have to do is subscribe at the two dollar a month level and you get access to all of these commentaries and all of the shame watch tv episodes you really don't want to miss it uh, let me tell you guys uh you can follow us on at shamewatchpod we are on facebook we are on Twitter and on Instagram. Guys, if there's a movie that you want us to cover, or even a TV series, just DM us and we will definitely cover that for you. We are going through our Wheel of Shame series right now, so we are taking listener suggestions. So uh, just something to think about. Also, tell your friends about us. And if you haven't already, go ahead and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That lets other people know to check us out. And, you know, we would love you all the more for that. We love doing this content for you guys each and every week. And, yeah, just if you like what you hear, just hit the subscribe button on whatever podcatcher you're listening on. And um, we're just, we'll hold our end and we'll keep providing great content for you guys. But we do appreciate all the help in spreading the word about us. So until next time, guys. You guys have a shame-free week.